0: It is the end of week three, fellas, and what appropriate music. I mean, I would know I chose it. I feel a bit like The Undertaker right now, but we'll get to that in a minute here. You are, uh, well, you're here with me. It is Wednesday, Wednesday morning. This is going to be our regular time slot now, and uh, you're listening to Helmet to Helmet, a production of the shit show fantasy football league's commissioner's office and i'm your host connor jones you can follow myself at rambler jones on uh twitter or you can follow the podcast helmet the number two helmet that's also on twitter uh and uh well the i can't get around it the intro was all about it I am my league's undertaker. I... I'm dead. Or that's what I want you all to think. Because when you don't expect me is when I am at my most dangerous. For those who are not in our league, my team, Gronk with the Wind, despite being in power rankings according to certain websites in the top three so far all season, for rest of season rankings I am I am zero and three so let that let that go to show that uh that well basically even a champion can start off pretty weak but uh, oh hang on here I'm I'm getting something on my phone uh let me see if you guys are picking it up oh you're kidding Uh, okay, so that was an Amber Alert looking for wins. That's that's apparently my team looking for wins there. Uh, if you see them, please report them to me. Because uh, I want them. Badly. But you know what? Things happen. So I'll get more into my, uh, my abject misery. If you hear a little bit of uh, this... That is me setting down my beer bottle every time I have to drink to cope. So, uh, well, that's a few things out of the way. We have, uh, we have a trade. It is the aforementioned Owen 3, Gronk with the Wind, trading away Jay Ajayi and Golden Tate. And acquiring from the Lone Rogers. O.B.J. Hopefully, uh, he's more of an OBJYN and can take a look at what's going on down in my, uh, you know, the bits that produce wins, because I don't have them. Uh, Another alert is, yeah, I'm drinking on a Tuesday night. (laughs) This is going to be a hard podcast. (sighs) Okay, so. Quick question. Question. This one comes in from Christian himself. We had a short Skype session, couldn't record it for you guys. We're gonna get those first uh, interviews coming next week, I promise. But uh, coming straight from the straight from the mouth of Babes itself, he's wondering what happened to uh, what we used to call back when we were naive and not PC, because you know, dropping f bombs on a podcast is super PC. What happened to his retard luck? That's that's what that's what he's looking for there. Christian, I don't know, man. Perhaps this is just kind of what you get when you draft Aaron Rodgers in the fifth round instead of going late QB like everyone else in the draft was really wanting to do anyway. I mean, you're playing your late QB anyway. You didn't need Rodgers. Can you imagine? You might have ended up with a Jay in the first place. You wouldn't have to give up an OBJ for him if you didn't take Rodgers and stuck with Mahomes. Now, that's retrospect. Mahomes could have been a flop, but I mean hello next question this one comes in from a a friend of mine uh he goes by um it says conrad here uh good friend of the show he's uh he's having a bit of hard luck he's asking what does a guy have to do to get all his players to fire on all of their cylinders at the same time and get you know just a win Uh, you know, Conrad, that's an apropos question for a day like today. Um, that's, that's where I'm at, you know, and, uh, I don't mean to make this whole podcast talk about me, me, but, uh, man, you got to look at your, you got to look at your parts right now. They're not adding up to a whole lot, right? But you got to look, are you, are you crushing it? In all these different categories you got like the number two running back, the number whatever. Just because they're not all firing at once, you also might be hit excuse me, that's the beer talking. You might be hitting uh some pretty good players or uh teams that are firing on all their cylinders. Who wants to take hard bets right now that uh, Patrick Mahomes is gonna just light it up for the rest of the year? I sniff a regression. I'm not going to straight up call it right now. You ride that while it's hot. But man, look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Not with his injury, but last season. Ended the season with, what, five straight wins? What did he do this first, very first game as uh, at the beginning of the season against the Vikings? Oh yeah, he lost. So everything comes back down to reality. You hit... Uh, you hit highs, you hit lows, but when you start off this hot, something happens. I'm not calling for it. I don't want it, but you, you have to look at what happened, uh, to, um, to Watson last year, to Sean Watson. He ended up with an injury. I don't want it to happen. I'm knocking on wood right now, but you never really know. So stay water. Just because someone's firing on all cylinders right now doesn't mean they're going to fire on all cylinders all season. You might be able to uh, to come into your own game five, go 0-4 and, and then win out, make it to the playoffs. That's just how that works. If you give me a second, I'm going to actually reach for a device that doesn't happen to be on my desk so I can uh, read you another quick question that came rapid fire as soon as I started writing the podcast. Oh, okay, here we go. Got what I call the beer groans all right oh by the way kids don't don't drink underage I'm not underage so this isn't an advertisement for it but um I want to be a good example if I can't be an example through winning I'll be an example through uh, telling you guys to not drink all right so there's a lot of questions here I'm not really interested in talking about all of them but A uh, Mr. Michael Weatherhead asks, where the heck is Le'Veon Bell going? And you know what? I'm going to talk about that in a moment here. So, yeah. I'm going to move on to some news. What do you live under a rock? Well, in case you are living under a rock, here's a little bit of the uh, roundup since Sunday or maybe even before. There are some heavy Lev Bell trade rumors. That's uh, the Jets being interested. Uh, Supposedly the 49ers expressed interest, but I believe that that might have been before Garoppolo tore his ACL. I cannot imagine with a backup quarterback, they want to spend money to go get somebody uh, to plug and play who may not even want to stay there next year. Now, maybe Lev Bell sees an opportunity for long term, and I assume that anybody who trades for him is doing one of two things. They're either looking long term or they think they got it in the bag this year. Uh, the Jets, I think, would be a uh, this year candidate. 49ers, if Lev Bell somehow ended up there, uh, you got to look at who's under the cap. And I believe right now it's Jets, Bears, 49ers, uh, the Browns. The Browns won't get him. Steelers will not trade within division. You just got a 1 plus 1 equals 2 right there. But keep your eyes peeled. I got to say, as a James Conner owner, please trade Lev. Please. It ends up really being the best thing for Lev owners and Conner owners anyway. Might screw a few other people, but I mean, come on. That's what happens. Talent goes, and talent gets reshuffled. Continuing with news, Chris Conte, uh, you might know him better as the wearer of a great big palm print from Vance McDonald. He, uh, he's been sent to the IR. I know he's a defensive player, but I thought this was hilarious. He's on the IR, and I can only imagine it's because it's going to take about four weeks for him to get his pride back. Uh, I kept hearing reference that this was like his second time getting stiff-armed into oblivion in his career ouch buddy i mean i don't know maybe grow longer arms i don't know how you avoid that you just continue to be manhandled by big burly men some people pay a lot of money for that evan ingram is out for an indeterminate amount of time that's an mcl sprain there uh mcl sprain mind you not an acl uh or an mcl tear so they're going to be cautious as as they should um Dalvin Cook, who also I believe had lower body problems, is uh, looking like he might be playing this Thursday. Thursday, get him out of your flex, remember. Flex gives you flexibility. Don't leave your players in there who play Thursday. You just locked up your flexibility. Jameis Winston, not looking like a lock to take his team back. Uh, quarterback of the future, might have to wait till the future. <laughs> Down in uh, Tampa Bay, Fitz Magic just oof, we'll also talk about him in a little bit. Matt Breda, or Breda, Breda, Lord knows. Questionable for this week with a hyperextended knee. That uh, really sucks if you bought in on on Breda instead of Alfred Morris, say. Kind of like Austin did. Rams D is also banged up. They, uh, uh, Talib is going to be out. He has ankle surgery happening. Speedy recovery to him. Hopefully he's uh, he's not gonna snatch his doctor's chain, middle surgery. Uh, and I believe I was also reading about another either cornerback or safety there who was only just maybe coming back off of uh, off of injury Marcus Peters. that's who it is. See. The brain works just a little bit slower when you're drinking. Uh, Josh Gordon will be starting this week in New England, his first start as a Patriot. We'll see what that can do. Maybe it'll dig out Brady. I, I kind of hope he's irrelevant, because, you know, I am Gronk with the wind. I didn't just pick a name for a player I didn't know. Josh Rosen and Josh Allen, the Joshes, aren't joshing around anymore. They are now starting. For each of their teams, that would be uh, the Cardinals for Rosen and the Bills for Allen. I'm going to tell you right now, don't start them this week. Don't. It's it's not worth it yet. Uh, unless memory is mistaken, the Bills are going to be playing Green Bay. Don't don't start them. Start Green Bay defense. He's going to have growing pains, but uh, don't start these quarterbacks unless you're desperate. And if you're from my league, you're not desperate. Uh, A.J. Green is the big Q, questionable, with a uh, a, uh, pulled groin of some sort, I'm imagining. Uh, Questionable meaning he'll probably just suck it up and play. Um, Groin isn't typically one that sidelines a wide receiver unless it's quite bad or risk of further injury. Um, The big news... oh. I'm a, I'm a 49er fan, so let me. The handsome one, Jimmy GQ. The beautiful Italian Roma tomato in his 49er Jersey is out with an MCL tear. That is uh, out for the season, folks. So, uh, yeah, that one's that one's gonna bite. So that is now two 49ers key offensive pieces that are down for the count for the rest of the season. So I guess, you know, we have a little bit of the uh, <laughs> how does the uh, the Waterboy quote go? Oh no, we suck again. So, uh, fire up your CJ Bethards if you're desperate. Um, of course, if, if we're, if we're really desperate, watch out for Tom Savage, who tried out for them. Uh, I think they're trying out quite a few people. I just wonder, is this, uh, is this an opportunity to give the helm of the ship back to Cap, our Cap'n? I doubt it. Mostly because after the kind of vindictive uh, things that Kaepernick wrote and published in relation to how he felt the owners in the NFL treated him, that's a huge PR nightmare and you'd piss off pretty much every other owner if you signed Kaepernick at this point. So all you out there who really want him to get a job, I understand what it means for him to get a job. I'm just trying to be realistic. Once you piss off like 50% of the league's ownership, there is enormous pressure. Uh, A lot of inner team politics things like if you have a suggested uh, motion or measure to be addressed at uh, NFL meetings the other teams will kind of block it out or not give it the time so you can't risk 20 years of your future in development and decision-making on uh, having a guy come back who has been admittedly kind of sucky for most of his career anyway um, and I'm, I'm willing to have a, a spirited debate on how bad Kaepernick really was when he had a mostly bad team around him, but it's probably not going to happen, as much as it would be kind of cool to see somebody return who's been able to make such an impact uh, outside of football. But to wrap up news, Rex Burkhead got a neck issue very early in the game, uh, that would be uh, Sunday, and he is day-to-day Ooh, but it sounds like uh he will not be playing this weekend but keep your eyes peeled so you know last week I I generalized this next segment I think going week in uh week over week rather we're going to be talking about who sucked this last week Stewie you suck you suck Larry Fitzgerald points, 1.9, Bears defense is not that good, and I know you had Sam Bradford, but come on, man, you suck. Kirk Cousins, might have netted you 10 points, and is the highest point scorer on my list here, but if you started him, you probably lost. Two fumbles and one interception? Nathan Peterman's chuckling. Uh, Peyton Barber, you suck. I happen to know that, uh, Peyton Barber was a driving force in getting the OBJ-Ajai Tate trade, and it's because of his 3.3 points. You just can't do that as the starting running back, man. I don't care who you're playing. The whole offense went nuts. Again, we'll get to that in a moment. Latavius Murray, partner with uh, Kirk Cousins there on the Minnesota... uh, God, I don't know what you call them. They need a Viking funeral after that performance... He only ended up with 5.6 points. Now, that's, granted, half-point PPR, so if he caught a ball, that's .5 points already. That's sad. Dalvin Cook was out. People were feasting over Latavius Murray. People were fighting over him in different leagues that I was in. That's pathetic. Uh, Attached to Latavius Murray and Kirk Cousins, by the way, but not on this list, the newly signed Dan Bailey kicker on my team goose-egged me. Thanks for nothing. We got Keenan Allen up there. Man, what happened? 3.9, but the Chargers still scored like 30 points. Where were you? I guess that's what happened when you get shadowed by, uh, you know, Akib Tlaib and his friends. So you got to watch out for that Rams D. They, uh, they bought all their talent. Jack Doyle goose-egged you out of the tight end position. That would be a full, nice, even zero points. Uh, was he even on the field? Seriously, Jared Cook, another tight end, only grabbed you 5.6. If, if you played Cook, you might actually be satisfied with that number. But let's be real. Uh, this is a team that shipped out its number one target in Michael Crabtree. By the way, Jared Cook of the Oakland Raiders. Michael Crabtree's gone from the Raiders. You have Jordy Nelson, who's old, I'm pretty sure Jordy Nelson went to high school with my dad. And then you have, uh, you have Amari Cooper, who honestly, I don't even know that he's drawing away defensive players anymore. Uh, they just kind of let him be because they know he can't do anything. So that's, that's not what you're hoping for in a team that doesn't really have other options. Kenyon Drake in Miami. Miami is still undefeated. They were playing the Oakland Raiders. Kenyon Drake must have barely touched the ball. I didn't even pay attention to that game, but man, two points. He two-pointed ya. And uh, the freak himself. Yeah, you might be freaking out right now, actually. 6.6 points. It seems like Mahomes has forgotten about him. Seems like Mahomes uh, was feasting the first couple of throws. A fun stat is Patrick Mahomes is thrown to nine different receivers for a touchdown. Now, those of you who remember last year, Tyreek Hill was, mm, I won't say the touchdown guy, but he was one of few options. Nine in three games. Nine. That's that's nuts. Tyreek has an opportunity to feast, but if he to you with a 6.6 other games, he's going to be your make or break. He went from uh, reliable, based on how just crafty they used him, to... Man, I don't know that I'd, I I don't know that he is a plug and play every single week, except for the fact of draft capital, how much you spent on him. So you just got to wonder. Ooh. All right. Now, uh, moving on. I told you I'd talk about him. We're going to talk about him here because he is a part of our match of the week. Fitzmagic. No way. I am not giving up. You have to. No, I don't. Well, speaking of not giving up, how about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Now, I don't know that this was proof that he is a different player. I don't. I, I really don't think he is. But, in the context of the match of the week, which was, by the way, Marty versus Austin. Marty of the Won't Drop Davids, and Austin of the Goodwill Huntings. Uh, by the way, Austin, you need to change your name, man. That's from last year. Um, it's a little embarrassing, you know. I'm, I'm airing out your dirty laundry now on, you know, to all 12 people who listen to my podcast. Three of them are related to me, so, hi mom. Um... But, dude, we need a better name because it sounds pretty stupid when I say it. Anyway, Austin and his stupid named Goodwill Hunting, as of Monday night, was down 28.5 points, and he had Ryan Fitzpatrick to play and the kicker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Chris Boswell. Based on the first 15 minutes, maybe 25 minutes of the game, it looked like three-interception Patrick was uh, was not going to pull it through. The only thing saving him, keeping him from going into negative points during this matchup was the fact that Fitzpatrick kept getting yards and Chris Boswell kept getting field goals or point afters. So uh, I don't know if at halftime Fitzpatrick got a hold of a uh, A good old-fashioned, clean, you know, eight ball a blow. I mean, it is Tampa Bay. But he came out on fire in the second half. Nearly won the game for him. And uh, threw for 400 damn yards. I just... So, Austin, you pulled out a win by exactly .6 points. And for that, a celebratory didgeridoo. It going. That does, however, officially cement me as the only 0-3 player in our team. Um, got a bit of an interesting, interesting segment coming up. This is uh, this is our stalwart I have regerts. And what makes it interesting this week is none of you really earned it. All of your teams were all right. We all made weird mistakes. We had players we put in that really didn't produce. You can't predict everything. So this week it's going to—it's uh, going to the Minnesota Vikings. How? How do you lose to a team that I, I believe they didn't even have an offensive touchdown? I could be entirely wrong on that. This will probably show up on contested catch next week. But the... uh, It's the Bills. This is a team that was in the playoffs... Well, you know. And progressed through the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. Last year, the, the Minnesota Vikings. Who upgraded at quarterback. And got a healthy running back back. Who ironically wasn't healthy this game. How do you just get decimated? Did they end up being shut out? I don't know that I even cared enough to pay attention. I could look it up right now, but it would leave an awkward pause in the podcast, and honestly, the way they played doesn't deserve knowing if they got shut out or not. Horrible. (sighs) I guess that just takes us to to school as we coast down the hill here at the end of the podcast. Under my tutelage... You will grow from boys into men, from men into gladiators, and from gladiators into swansons. All right, boys and ladies listening, I want to teach you guys this week about being gracious in defeat. Because Well, honestly, without getting a little too, uh, out there, I think it's a problem for, uh, for modern society. We have this thing where we almost just don't want to talk to people about when we have lost. We're not, it's like we either don't want to emote or we don't want to be confronted with the facts or see that we've lost. And we just, we either storm off or, you know, we get really pissed off as most men happen to uh, react. Not to stereotype anybody here. But, you know, or it puts us in a weird mood. It's like, was I was I in a little bit of a funk yesterday watching as uh, Mike Evans made some fantastically out of character for the last couple season catches for touchdowns and really just sink... My, uh, my paltry hopes of crawling back into my matchup. Yeah. No, of course I was a little out of it. I was a little, I was a little bitter because, you know, football is anything can happen game. And I was thinking, damn, maybe anything can happen in my favor this time, but you got to be able to say, and this goes for everything. This is football I'm talking about right now, but for everything, this is a game or this is one day, or this is one event. And you gotta sit back and say, alright, so what's next? In my case, what's next was drinking while uh, podcasting, and you know what? God, I love it. I'm gonna be doing this more. I feel like my words are coming out a lot more fluently. I'm a lot more relaxed. Although you couldn't tell if you saw a picture of me right now, I'm hunched over the mic. I need to figure out a better system for getting this thing close to my mouth. But this was what I needed. I needed a night of talking to all y'all. I needed a night of, uh, you know, poking fun at myself. But the thing you got to remember is, and this is, again, about fantasy football, but you can look at everything this way. I may be 0 3 after this week, I may be winless. But that's just the car in front of me, you know? There is a whole highway. A whole highway. There's. I could be doing any number of different things. I could change lanes. I could, I don't know, accelerate. I could crash. There's a lot of things that can happen. Possibilities are endless. So see the whole season. Make your decisions thus. Game three for fantasy players. Is not the week to claim victory or completely white wave that white flag. So, John, you can stop trying to trade Matt Ryan for Gronk. Cause there will be no white flag on my door. I'm in love. No, that really doesn't work. I was gonna try and use that song, but it really doesn't work. Uh just, you know, dig your trench. Dig in. I'm 0-3. Guess what that means? That means even if all y'all want Calvin Ridley this week, he's mine. What's that, Christian? You need a new kicker? (laughs) Ha! Mine. I am going to use the bounty that going 0-3 has given me, and I'm going to feast. So when all y'all listen to my podcast next week, there is still a 50-50 chance that I will be winless. But! Leaning into the 50% chance that I have a win. It's going to be so sweet because I didn't give in. So don't give in. And extrapolate this to everything. You lose a job. I don't believe in fate necessarily. I believe that we get to choose ours. I believe that everything that happens is an opportunity to get a little beyond football here. If you lose a job. It's just game three. Maybe there's a better job waiting. Maybe this is a chance for you to go learn something new. Maybe you start a fantasy football podcast. Maybe if you'd like to be a host, helmet to helmet is looking for a host. Uh, Excuse me, that makes it sound like I'm quitting. helmet to helmet is looking for a second host because I think this podcast would be even better with two guys drinking beer and talking about how shitty their teams are. So there are opportunities everywhere. Especially for those with shitty fantasy teams. Alright, and to finish this out, this was, uh... I know exactly who said this, but we will pretend I don't. Because this is our personal section. And, uh... Well... This statement is... Will Connor... Or I guess question. Will Connor ever win a game... Now, if I were a betting man, which I'm not, my money's mine. I don't like giving it away. But if I were, I would bet that I will at least win a game. And you can't see it right now, but that makes me smile. Because that one game I might win out of the whole season this year, that's going to feel good. That's, uh, that's it for this week, you guys. I'm, uh, I'm starting to fill these out a little bit more. Of course, if you like what you're hearing, like, subscribe, follow on Twitter, do all the fun things, maybe even consider supporting. I am, uh, I am a man with many projects and I can always improve this podcast. And if we have patrons... Uh, then we can make this even better. Uh, you know, if we do get a second host, we'll need a second uh, second mic. We'll be able to do cooler, more fun things. But yeah, just at the very least follow, share with your friends. You can all laugh about how this guy's taking his time to talk about himself on a podcast as if he knows anything about football when he's the one who's owned three. But you know what? Even Napoleon lost. Just remember that. And I have a whole foot on him. Good night, everybody.